Welcome to KYH2O, a podcast about all things water in Kentucky. I'm Carmen Agaritas, an Extension Associate Professor in the Biosystems and Agricultural Engineering Department at the University of Kentucky. And I'm Amanda Gumbert, an Extension Specialist for Water Quality with the University of Kentucky Cooperative Extension Service. Join us as we get our feet wet exploring Kentucky's water resources. Well, welcome back to another episode of KYH2O. Uh, one of our previous episodes, we talked about some basics of scuba diving, which we might not think about as a common hobby here in Kentucky. Um, but we, um, we're going to rejoin um, Dr. Lou Hirsch um, here in the College of Agriculture, Food, and Environment. And he's going to talk to us a little more about what the Kentucky dive scene looks like. There is some okay diving. I think that 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 folks can can get a good weekend or two here in Kentucky. The local lakes are are surprisingly fun to dive in. Uh, they clear cut when they when they dammed. Let take Laurel Lake for example, down by Corbin. When they dam that, they clear cut the woods down to about sixty or seventy feet deep, so that way there wouldn't be trees sticking out hitting boat propellers. Um, but if you so if you get down that deep, you're diving through the denuded forest underwater, which is pretty cool. I've dove down to 130 at the base of uh, kind of where the dam starts, and there's this it's all silt on the bottom. So the last however long it's been since they filled it, the silt's kind of settled in, and there's these big long worms that live in the silt. Uh, they're kind of scary looking, but they they're, they they just kind of feed little particulates that you know that swim by. Well, it sounds to me like it's just what horror movies are made of, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As he was describing it, I was kind of visualizing it, and 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 you know that's what he says. He says it's pretty creepy and and dark, and and also I was just really imagining what those worms look like that he's talking about. I think that would be super creepy. <laughs> So after listening to this portion of here, I actually went up, uh, of course, our friend Google and wanted to kind of see if I could just Google in like lake worms, bottom of sediment type of thing. And, and there were some images that came up and I can imagine if I saw that underwater, whew, that would yeah. freak me out too. Right. So while I was talking with Lou, I asked him, you know, why a Kentucky resident might invest their time into learning to dive when here we are a landlocked state. I mean, we have lots of water, but maybe not diveable water. Um, so he did a pretty good job selling me on the fact that there's opportunities around. But there are some fantastic dive destinations, even within a, day, within a day's drive. So um, if you get in the car and drive eight hours, you can be at the Outer Banks of North Carolina. And there's, there's deep dives. Those are pretty technically challenging because there's currents and stuff. But you can dive a Nazi U-boat. You can dive oil rigs. There's lots of wrecks out there, big big shark encounters. Um, you could go to uh, the Florida Panhandle, so in and around Gainesville. There's a lot of uh, freshwater limestone caverns that you can dive in. So the water's always 72. It's crystal clear until people you know, kick up sediment. Um, and there's just really neat formations to go. So actually, a lot of our divers will go and they'll dive a couple times during the summer here, just for little events we have at the lake as a dive shop. But a lot of our uh, business is really you know, folks going on big vacations on their own or through the shop or doing kind of day trips here and there. So in our first episode, we brought in our... Tech whiz. Yes, our tech whiz, Brian Ballin. Let's bring Brian back in and hear a little bit about his experience as being a diver who does live here in Kentucky. 
the great thing about Kentucky is there are plenty of places to get around and dive. Um, you know, yes, there's a couple of quarries, um, as Lou mentioned, uh, to go dive in, but some of the some of the lakes off, also offer great diving. One of the things that I like to do when I dive in Kentucky is I also like to fish. And so what I like to go and dive the areas that look to me to be like good fishing spots from above the water, I like to go see what they look like under the water. And a lot of times when you're diving, the fish don't really care that you're hanging out with them. So you can kind of see what they do, see how they get around structure, see how they hide, and then that can inform your fishing later on about where you want to put that bait. I think that's super fascinating. I would have never thought about that, but yeah. I, I'm not a real skilled fisherwoman either, so I guess there's that. Yeah, I've definitely been able to uh, find some good fishing spots based on my diving. Oh, that's good. I think that, um, let's listen to Lou. He talks a little bit also about um, his desire to train students to learn um, the, about the biology um, that's below the water instead of just what's above the water. Uh, recreationally, we have volunteered our services uh, to um, the, the, the state uh, wildlife office to do different fish counts in some rivers and to help them make fish habitat and to check habitat after floods and things like that. So um, I think that there is, so thinking about like from the university perspective and our college perspective, in terms of what we can do to train biologists to help the Commonwealth, sure, Kentucky's not an international dive destination, but we have the longest uh, you know, linear distance of navigable waterways in the country. We depend a lot on our water. And currently, the university only has a capacity to really train students to do stuff on the top of it. And I think that it would be really interesting and something that I'm working on professionally is to make a scuba certification or a scuba diving training class that students could take uh, for credit. It would be focused more on like coral reef ecology because there'd be a study abroad component maybe down to Mexico to do some coral reef diving. But those skills can be directly applicable to anywhere in Kentucky to help uh, you know, the state study different aspects of you know, subaquatic biology. So Brian, what is your, you've talked about um, diving to find fishing locations and stuff like that. But what is your favorite place in Kentucky to dive? In Kentucky, my favorite place to dive is actually Dale Hollow Lake, which is half Kentucky, half Tennessee. But what I like about Dale Hollow is there are a lot of uh, bluegill and red ear uh, nests in, in the summertime. And so you'll see from a boat, you'll see these large crater-looking structures. And what's so interesting to me is to be able to swim through and see you know, how they set up their nesting for reproduction and how and how they'll, they'll find a shallow area that's fairly protected and there's not a lot of current activity and to see how you, there might be 8 or 10 or 20 of these nests in a certain area, to see how that all plays out from the underwater perspective uh, is something I really enjoy. So yeah, Dale Hollow is probably my favorite place to dive. I think it's just really interesting to think about the diving opportunities, and I think probably the general population, when you think of scuba diving, you do think of Caribbean diving or um, coastal, you know, coral reef kind of diving. Um, and, I, you know, we had talked earlier, but you know, my husband is a scuba diver, and he does it primarily for uh, biological research, you know, here in Kentucky and in the southeast. And so he and some of his colleagues have, um, have, have done projects where they're diving in some of our rivers um, looking for mussel beds. So not necessarily look, looking for fish like you do, Brian, but looking for um, species that we need to protect or that may possibly be endangered and how we can, um, you know, 
change practices or protect those um, areas that are of significance. So I think it's just really fascinating to have a uh, deeper dive, pun intended, of um, learning about our water in Kentucky that way. And it's really interesting that you both talk about biological things, but Lou also does diving for things that I would envision from watching TV, right? Like, you know, a potential crime scene or finding lost, lost uh, I guess, uh, parts of boats or whatever it may be. Um, so let's maybe take a listen and see what Lou has done for diving services here in Kentucky. I wouldn't say rescues here in Kentucky. We get lots of salvage. So um, somebody loses an outboard engine on you know, Lake Cumberland. They know exactly where it is, but it's 25 feet deep in a bunch of mud. You know, we, there's, there, there's a price for us to get out there and get that outboard, but it's worth their money. Uh, one time we were diving in a local lake and they came upon an old van uh, with the windows busted out and a cinder block on the gas pedal. <laughs> so we got the uh, information out of the glove box and uh, it was owned by State Farm. So somebody had you know, dumped their van in the lake and, and claimed it as stolen. Um, and uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, things like that. Um, some, sometimes, uh, so all of the fire departments in our area have aquatic search and rescue teams, which we do some trainings for them. And sometimes they need help maybe trying to find uh, somebody threw a gun off the bridge in the Kentucky River or something like that. We have underwater uh, metal detectors and training to go out and try and find those things. So hopefully we've... Um entertained and also intrigued our listeners about the relevance of, of diving in Kentucky and, and thinking um, more about scuba diving in a, in a different sort of way than what we might have commonly thought about. So thanks again for joining us for another episode of KYH2O, and we will come back with a little more information and a, a final episode about scuba diving and ecological significance. You've been listening to Carmen Agaritas and Amanda Gumbert. Learn more about water at uky.edu forward slash BAE forward slash KYH2O. Subscribe to hear all episodes of KYH2O.